With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Puppies and kitties, books and movies. Yes, we love these. Listen to this podcast, please. Losers. What's oh, bitches. <laughs> Sluts. <laughs> um, welcome to Book Squad Goals. Today, we are discussing Mean Girls, the movie, which is based on the musical, which is based on the movie, which is based on Queen, Queen Bees, Bees and, and Wannabes. Wannabes by Rosalind Wiseman. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, to start off today, I thought I'd ask, what's a rumor that you heard in high school that in retrospect might not have been true? Most of the rumors I can think of were sort of like, kind of true. That's fine. But my favorite rumor was... Who are you? Oh, this is Mary. Okay. I've mentioned this on the podcast before. There is a church in my, there is a church in my hometown that is maybe a cult Yes. And that is my favorite rumor is people would speculate about the cult or when they would like invite people to come to their church, people would be like, they're just trying to get you. They're getting new blood in because they're so inbred. <laughs> so I don't, I don't really think that was necessarily true, but it was like kind of true. Yeah. So. Um, I have one. This is Kelly. Penelope just walked in and meowed. Uh, She has one, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm. Uh, (laughs) So I had this art teacher um, who we all kind of hated because her thing was that she would just... And she taught AP art, okay? So she was like the the art teacher. So you'd think that Mm -hmm. she would, you know, be an artist or teach us any art. But she didn't do that. She would sit at the front of the classroom... And at the start of the period, she would say, make art. And then she would sit down at her desk and play solitaire on her computer. Oh, my God. Um, That's a mood, though. And it was basically like a hangout period. And almost all of the art that I did for that for that AP exam was at home. Uh, I very rarely worked in the classroom. So and it was the kind of classroom where we had like big square tables and I also had a boyfriend who was in my class at the time, and I I would sit 
on top of the table and then he would sit in a chair in front of me with mm-hmm. like his arms dangled over my legs and she never told us to stop. <laughs> so that just kind of, again, the vibe of this class. Yeah. Um, I don't know who did this or said, I don't even remember how this rumor came to be, but somebody said that somebody gave her, okay, the teacher's name, I'm going to call her um, Mrs. L, because her name was, did start with an L. Gave Mrs. L, somebody said that someone gave Mrs. L an Altoid that had acid on it, and that she was tripping for, like, all of, you know, the last period of the day, or something. Well, did they do this every day? (laughs) (laughs) Just once. Okay. Um, I don't, like, people were describing her behavior as, like, loopy and whatever, and I'm just, like, I have a really hard time believing that she, first of all, would accept an Altoid from a student, because I feel like she didn't trust any of us, and second of all, that a student somehow got acid and managed to get it onto an Altoid, like, I don't even know how that works, but it just sounds unbelievable to me. Oh, it it's, pretty, it's pretty easy to put acid on an Altoid, actually. Really? Yeah, because most people who are dealing acid are going to have acid in liquid form. Mm-hmm. And then they drop it on paper so that they can, like, easily dispense it. Also, nobody ever got in trouble for this. Yeah, that was that was what I was going to say. And, like, I, I think somebody could do that, but I think they would yeah. also, like, v- it would very e- be easy to track mm-hmm. it back to that um, yeah. and get in trouble for that. Yeah. And, I mean, I also don't know anything about acid because I have not done acid. But my school was not a big acid school. It was a big cocaine school. So, um, clearly my school was a big acid school. Yeah. My school was pills for sure. Yeah. I got no clue what people were. If you asked me in high school, how do you get drugs? I would be like, no one's doing drugs here. (laughs) They're all in the Yeah, there was a lot of, there were a lot of stoners and there was a lot of cocaine happening. Um, Yeah, stoners too. Weed and pills is probably what people were doing at my school. Not me, personally. Um, But I'm going to go next because someone did drop acid in a teacher's coffee at my school. So, um, and I think, and I'm I'm fairly certain it really happened because, like, it was widely known and, like, it was known who did it and everything. So, Um, did they get expelled? This person was getting, like, in trouble a lot all the time so i can't say like which suspension lined up with which incident but i think yeah probably um so that's not a rumor that happened um see that's further proof like if you have if you have lsd and are handing it out you have it in liquid form probably yeah and this person definitely would have had it on hand probably often um Anyway, the one, like, rumor I can think of that probably – that I just remember people saying and even then being like, that's probably not true, or at least I hope. But now I'm like, there's no way that was true, is there's a rumor that this guy, like, performed a sexual act on a vacuum cleaner. (laughs) 
which sexual act? I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, he put his put penis his, in the vacuum cleaner, his didn't pee he? Somewhere his pee pee. Yeah, his pee pee. His peeps. Peeps. That sounds painful. I mean, I don't have a penis, so I can't say for sure. But Me that neither. also, I think that could happen. I mean, sure, it probably could, and I'm sure like <laughs> horny teenage boys do lots of weird shit. Do a lot things. of things. Um, but I really. I really doubt that this guy, like, fucked his vacuum in hindsight. Yeah, it just doesn't seem, even, like, thinking about it, it doesn't seem like something that would be, that would feel good. It seems like something that would feel painful. Painful, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And it seems like something you probably wouldn't tell people about if you did it. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe he was playing truth or dare. I don't think it was. Maybe. There's a rumor about a teacher that slept with students, but that turned out to not be a rumor either, so I couldn't use that one. Yeah, yeah I same. have stories same. of that that were 100% true. Emily? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like everything was true that I heard about. Yeah. Or maybe I'm just really gullible and I like believe everything is true still. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, that's possible. There were there were a lot of bad things that happened in my high school that were also real. Um, though sometimes I wonder about the embellishments of certain things, like yeah, like someone died in a drunk driving accident, but was he really decapitated? I don't know. Um, There's a lot but, of hyperbole in high yeah. school stories. Like mm-hmm. this one girl got um, in trouble for giving a guy a blowjob in the locker room, but did the whole hockey team actually walk in on them, or was it just one person? <laughs> the uh, whole team. The they were actually team. sitting there watching the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. They were yeah. putting on a show. It was $5 a hockey team member. Yes. Um. Okay. Here's the description of this film. Wait, what are we... Did we ta- say what we were talking about? Mm-hmm. I said it at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. That was so long ago. After she called us losers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. I didn't just call you that and then move on without explaining why. <laughs> like, Get in, losers. We're going to record a podcast. Yes. Um, new student Katie Heron gets welcomed into the top of the social food chain by an elite group of popular girls called the Plastics, ruled by the conniving queen bee Regina George. However, when Katie makes the major misstep of falling for Regina's ex-boyfriend, she soon finds herself caught in their crosshairs. Okay. Um, We're going to talk later about how this movie was not advertised as a musical and how this description continues to not let you know Mm -hmm. that it's a musical. But it Um, is. It is. But... First, I just want to know what everyone's relationship is with Mean Girls, be it... Oh, I will... Should we say we're going to spoil oh, Mean yeah, Girls? Oh, yeah, yeah, Thank you. I like... Older once movie again, and the musical. Once again, last week, also apologies to anyone who listened last week and got spoiled because I did not announce spoilers. And so I put spoilers in bold in the doc just now and then was about to not do it so thank you but also like if you got spoiled last week and then proceeded to not read that book you're welcome yeah you're welcome (laughs) on that yeah true (laughs) um so okay i want to know everyone's relationship with mean girls um the movie if you have a relationship with the musical um if you have a relationship like mary does with the book queen bees and wannabes 
mm-hmm. when was the last time you watched it? And do you think Mean Girls still holds up? Um, this is Emily. I watch Mean Girls pretty regularly. Um, I do. It's like one of my comfort movies, I think, probably. Not to the extent. I think Clueless is really like my teen. Ultimate. Ultimate, like, teen, teen movie. girl movie. Like, mm-hmm. I just love Clueless. I think it's just like the epitome of great cinema. Um, but, um, I do enjoy watching Mean Girls, and I did see this in the theater. Oh, yeah. So, yes. I mean, I've, I've been here since day one. Yes. Watching Mean Girls. Good. Good to know. Yeah. I, you know, in the promotional, in all the marketing for the new Mean Girls movie, they said, like, this isn't your mom's Mean Girls. And I was like, Yes, How young is, did people though. my age have kids? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> to have their I mean, children old enough now to want a new Mean Girl. Right. Like, I mean, even if I, I had a like, child, the child would not be watching Mean Girls no. at, at this point. If you had a child when you were, like, 20, you could have yeah. someone watching Mean Girls at I this guess. point. That's but, true. like, it seems like you'd be saying this isn't your mom's Mean Girls to the people who were, like, the age of the Mean Girls. Yeah. When the first one came out, a.k.a. me. I was right, in high yeah. school then. I ha- Are you – is Amira going to watch Mean Girls yeah. anytime soon? Amira has been watching it. But I'm just it. saying, like, okay. She saying, you, is also if you 18. Had a, if you had a child when you were 20, then they would be a teenager by yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like the demographic—it's just so hard to imagine think, that because our generation so had far children from that young, really. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the thing is I I feel like it's been like our generation is is famously having less children like, and having them later. Having kids. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, now. like our our generation's children are like one right. I mean, I guess so. the person <laughs> exactly. I went to high school with who had a baby our senior year. Right. Yeah. Sure. Maybe her kid. Right. Yeah. Like I did have high school people I knew in high school who had babies. So yeah, maybe this was directed towards them. I didn't know it where to get drugs like in they, high school. You know, I wasn't having sex. It just seems like it would it would need to be another ten years before you could <laughs> confidently. I think they were just trying to make us feel like shit. Probably it worked, and it works. <laughs> we all felt terrible, and we were like, like "How dare you?" Yeah. It's weird um, being at the point, though, where we can say that something was 20 years ago, because that just, it seems like there's no way that this was 20 years ago, but it, it yeah. certainly was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, w- I will say, so I read, I saw Mean Girls first. I saw the original Mean Girls first in the theaters. I was there. It's great. Um. There are some things in the original movie that I don't think have held up super well. Yeah. In the way that a lot of comedy from a time doesn't hold up super well. But Mm. on the whole, like, I think the sentiment of the movie holds up. Um, Yeah. And we can talk about some of the changes that the musical did that I think kind of improved on some of the things that don't hold up as well. But I also used Queen Bees and Wannabes in my dissertation. And it's a really interesting book. 
I really honestly think Tina Fey just read it and was like, girls are mean sometimes. Time to write a movie. Um, because Queen Bees and Wannabes is like a sociology book. <laughs> it is not like there's no plot. It truly is just like an examination of the relationship hierarchy of preteen and teen girls. And it's really interesting. Like it's worth a read. I don't know that it holds up. Yeah. Cause it was written over 20 years ago now, but it is interesting. And it kind of does just call out a lot of behavior that I think anybody who was a teen girl in high school might recognize. Um, a, a teen girl in high school? I think yeah. we're all teen girls in high school. Yeah. I, Do you mean like at that time or you mean just like anybody period. who... Okay. Like everybody knows someone who was a mean girl. A little bit. Maybe not like as extreme as in the movie, but a little mean. A little mean. I mean, I was mean sometimes. Well, every, everybody's mean sometimes. I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's like a mean, popular girl, right? Yeah, That's like kind a of social. Are you saying click. I wasn't popular? Yes, you were in theater, so <laughs> you're a theater kid. I can make a few assumptions from that. I'm so sorry. I was popular amongst those people. Yes. Well, yeah, you know, like I really didn't feel. But here's the thing: like that, that was something that. I didn't feel like really existed for me in high school. Like I didn't feel like there was like a popular group that everyone wanted to be a part of. I felt like there were different cliques for sure. And everybody just kind of had their own cliques and you could be popular or unpopular, like within your own like groups. Yeah. And like, we really didn't give a shit about other, like, you know, there were the like preppy kids that I guess were like traditionally what you would consider popular, but nobody outside of that group was like afraid of them or care yeah. about what they thought or yeah. wanted to be in the group. So I don't that to me is something that I have always kind of like not fully connected with when it comes to like teen stories because that was not my experience in high school. Like I felt I was like I feel like people like me and I have yeah. a bunch of friends, you know. Yeah. Like No, so. I do I do wonder if it depends on like the size of your school too yeah. because I went to a really big school and it was like, there were so many people that I didn't even know. Like yeah. it was, you know, not divided up so seamlessly. Right. Yeah. There's, I, there was less of a hierarchy and more just like bubbles yeah. of people everywhere. Different right. groups. Yeah. Of people. I feel like who we were did kind of yeah, have I mean, that group. It, what? <laughs> I feel like we did kind of have a group that was like. I thought you said I was part of that group. Oh, no, I wasn't. Um, What? But I was adjacent to it, I think. Like, there are (laughs) people in that group I was friends with or was friends with, like, before high school. And then, like, maybe didn't really hang out within high school. But anyway, there were definitely, like, a group of girls that, like, it was maybe, like, five or six of them. And, like, all the older boys wanted to date them. Mm -hmm. And they wore those very tiny... Hollister jean skirts. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, with their Ugg boots. I mean, and I wore it was tiny skirt jean skirts. <laughs> and they, it was always yeah, the same I feel... people on, like, homecoming court. Yeah. Every year. I feel like the the kind of popular girls at my school were more like the, the cool girls who were, like, kind of 
party girls also and not necessarily the same as like the preppy like mm. homecoming girls you know ours what I were mean? one in the same yeah yeah because <laughs> they were also ours the were ones one that had the, the same too <laughs> and and i think that also there's some element of social power in it like the people i would have considered the popular kids at my school which was very a small school the people I would consider in the popular group also had like maybe a little more money and a little more access to like get cool stuff and parents who would really raise a stink if something happened to them. Like they had a little more mm-hmm. like I had money social. And parents who would raise a stink if anything happened to me. <laughs> no, my parents would not. They were like, we got our own stuff going on and. You figure it out. Okay. Yeah. For example, speaking of theater, one time, a, so we had homecoming during football season and during basketball season. So a, basketball was like the premier homecoming and like the B team was kind of <laughs> football homecoming. Wow. That's interesting. Then tell us that you didn't grow up in the South without yeah. telling us you didn't grow up. That is, a, that is like an Indiana – like yeah. hardcore <laughs> like, only happens in Indiana thing. Yeah, no one cared about football homecoming. <laughs> However, I, I remember a a girl who, um, like, really cool, sweet girl who was um, a I would categorize her as a theater person. Um, got on homecoming court our senior year. You can say theater and nerd, won. Okay. And the like popular group, allegedly it was them, threw like a rotten pumpkin on her car. Wow. And like, ha- and some mean message that I can't remember what it was. And I don't want to guess because, in case all of them are listening right now, which I'm sure they are. Uh, <laughs> but like, that was the kind of thing. Like, that next. sounds like something that would happen in a movie. But that, like, that happened yeah. because wow. the, like, one of their group didn't win or whatever. I don't know. If that stuff was happening at our school, I don't know about it. Like, yeah. I I also skip school a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? Emily's not an, a reliable narrator uh, as to what was going on at her school at the time because <laughs> she was not there for half of it. <laughs> I will say um, about the musical. Oh yeah, I have never listened to the musical. I think I tried to listen to the musical soundtrack once, and I was like. Yeah, there's just a lot of slow songs here. But really, it's just because like some of the more famous songs from the musical are slow songs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the the actress that originated the role of Janet on Broadway, I like a lot. And she Janice. was in Heather's, the musical. Oh. Well, I will say that I uh, first saw... Mean Girls. I think I did see it in theaters. I would have been 12 at the time. Um, <laughs> that's the perfect age because I, yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that's why Clueless is sort of like resonates with me as I like saw it in the theater when I was like nine or something like that. Like, yeah, at it's like, oh, this like, is I'm not what... a teenager yet, but that's what I'm going to be. Yeah, you know? this is mm-hmm. what high school is going to be like, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. And uh, we had that DVD on heavy rotation. Yeah. Um, I, I remember... I have the, like, DVD sound, like, 
the, the menu, menu sound burned into my brain because of all the times <laughs> that there were sleepovers and we would fall asleep watching Mean Girls and then the DVD menu would just keep playing. Like, mm-hmm. And I, I was like awake when no one else was because I was a little freak and I was like – you know the part in Barbie when you're she's the anxious like lying girl awake. at the party. Yeah, and she's, she's like, I promise screens. I'm not thinking about <laughs> no. death anymore, you guys. Yeah, that was me. Um, and as you, I was you never thinking thought about to, death, like, turn off the TV. Yeah, no, um, because it was gonna, it was worse to lay there in silence. Yeah, yeah. in the dark. Uh, yeah. So instead, I laid there listening to like yeah 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 just over and over. Um, nice. I love it. So anyway, <laughs> loved the movie, <laughs> and I yeah. just rewatched it uh, this weekend after watching the musical just to get a little refresher because uh, mm-hmm. it's probably been a couple of years since I last saw it. But I had watched it so many times when I was younger that it just came back to you. Yeah, there yeah. were very few things that I had forgotten. Um, I definitely felt like I didn't need a rewatch because mm-hmm. I've watched yeah, it same. frequently and often, and I was like, "Yeah, I know." Yeah, it's in the in the memory bank. Yes. Yeah. Um, also, I was like, "It'd be fun to what we watched it at the airport because we were at the airport for a while." So. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's always a good time to watch Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. yes. Um, and I I uh I saw the musical um when it was in previews in DC, so I don't even know if it was. The cast that originated on Broadway was the same yeah. cast that did the original preview shows before it went to Broadway. Um, but I saw it with my dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And I have a shirt um, that I still wear often as a pajama shirt with the original Mean Girls musical logo on it. Because <laughs> um, I, enjo- I enjoyed it. I was like, yeah. you know, this isn't like the musical. The songs mm-hmm. are not amazing. Like. For, to be frank, they're pretty fun. They're there's fun. A of, there's a couple of funny ones in there. Not yeah. like super memorable. Like I wasn't humming them after I left or anything, but. It wasn't a musical that I saw and then immediately went home and wanted to listen to the soundtrack. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Where there are musicals like that, where the music just like hooks me. Um, but in the context of the show, like it's not. It's, it's not, not bad. bad. It's just yeah. like, it's not. Um, the best. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> what would be an example of a musical that does hook you and you want to listen to the music a lot? Um, well, I was... Spring Awakening for me. Huh? <laughs> Spring Awakening. For yeah. me, <laughs> growing good. up, it was Rent. I was obsessed. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, but more recently, Waitress. I saw okay. that maybe like I five years ago. That. So it, and uh, you like Sarah Bareilles a lot. I love Sarah Bareilles. I mean, I love like... I, I didn't ever I wasn't I'm not like listening to her discography or anything, but like I've always enjoyed her singles when they're on yeah. the radio and I just like I love that soundtrack. I thought it was so good. I like went and like listened to it at work and I was like I hadn't at that point had not listened to a musical soundtrack like in my spare time in probably since high school. And I was like, yeah. Who am I right now? I'm listening to a musical. Like <laughs> Gross. Weird. Wow. Freak alert. Um but I love that. I love that musical. I love Waitress. I think it's so good. Um, I haven't seen Waitress. And there are a couple of um, songs from Hades Town that I also listened to after seeing it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, anyway, as far as with whether the movie holds up, there are 
are definitely, as Mary said, things that were problematic. But I think yeah. like like the overall idea and message of the movie is mm-hmm. is a good one that it's hard to argue. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. You know, don't be a bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah. Don't bully people. Um, yeah. But we'll, we can get more into it. Uh, Susan, did you want to talk about your yeah. experience? Um, I mean, it's nothing groundbreaking. I was 16 when <laughs> it came out, and I watched it. I feel like I watched it more like in college and grad school when I was watching it like more frequently, I guess. I did not rewatch it for this because I know it very well. Yeah. I'd never seen the musical, though, or or heard a single song from it. So the oh, okay. music yeah. was all brand new to me. Same. Never read the book. Either. I will say, like, I I really have trouble, like, connecting to music from a musical until I, like, see it. Like, yeah. Oh, I would so never be able I'm to, like, the type hear of person. it first. And then... Yeah, I'm not the type it. of person who's, like, listening to music from a musical before I watch it. Yeah. Ever. I am. So. <laughs> big, I big time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I, I wish I was that way because I feel like I could get more excited about stuff or like yeah I yeah. just feel like I need the context to like fully appreciate the music for some reason and it's I don't know why I just yeah. like enjoy it much more that tra- I, like I mean that tracks and it is yeah. more enjoyable to see it and listen for the first time I think it's just like I grew up in a place where the nearest theater was like two and a half hours away so yeah. like well, you I may, got more into. I, I I got into Rent from the movie. Yes, know? like which I loved, but apparently yes. people think it's really crap. it's really bad. It's but bad. Like, it's really bad. I've watched it like a thousand <laughs> times. Um, it's just so sad. Like it sucks when like people like have seen the movie and like haven't seen the play. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like oh, but like. You don't it's know so like how better. good it actually is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's actually really good. I yeah, know. I saw. I ended up eventually seeing the play um, on Broadway, but it was like years after I had watched the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and you were like, "Whoa, the story makes sense now," because <laughs> for some reason in the movie they try to like make the events of like one night like. Over the course of like a month or something. Yeah, like that. they know. do some weird. really weird time stuff in the movie. Yeah, I don't know why. <sighs> but anyway. anyway, we're not talking about Rent, are we? Maybe we should. Well, we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, speaking of musicals, uh, this so is one. <laughs> this is one. You might be surprised to learn. Uh, first of all, why? Did they work so hard to make this seem like it's not a musical in so much of the promo material? Um, and I was going to ask also, how do we feel about the actual musical elements here, like the songs? We talked about it a little, but we can talk more about so it. So I really don't understand why you would want to hide that this is a musical because... It's kind of a main thing. It's the main thing. And also, like to me, it's sort of the reason for a remake like if Mm -hmm. you're just remaking Mean Girls straight there's like no reason to make it again well and when Mm -hmm. the trailer originally came out on Twitter it was flooded with comments and and retweets and like you know it's on Instagram comments so many comments like why are we doing this what is this for Mm -hmm. why do we need this and it's like it is because it's a musical yeah it's a musical Um, 
But like, yeah, you don't, if you had no background and you didn't know that Mean Girls was a musical and you just saw the trailer, like you wouldn't know that. And I would respond the same way, I think. You yeah. know, yeah. yeah, and the poster, at, at least the original poster, which has like the rings, um, has nothing. It doesn't say Mean Girls, the musical. It doesn't say musical anywhere on the poster. It doesn't yeah. say it in the description of the movie when you went that I just read that I looked up on Google. It yeah. the newer posters yeah. for it have a music note in the A in Mean Girls, and that's your cue that. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Musical. That just seems. Like, so I would. Weird. I would read that as like, oh, these are mean choir girls. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, may- maybe it's just a nod to the Santa dance, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I. It feels like in this moment in time, Hollywood is afraid of musicals, I, and this and this is just like me declaiming, but like. <laughs> I felt a little bit, the color purple seemed more like a musical in its trailer. Like you kind of Mm -hmm. see a clip of someone singing a song, but even still, like it wasn't up front that it was a musical. Didn't know it was a musical. It's just like, as you've never seen it before. (laughs) Did not know. Yeah. You didn't know? Yeah. (laughs) Well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, so like I, there's several movies that have come out recently that are musicals that people are just like, "Mm, you'll find out when you get there. (laughs) And I don't know why, because... I don't want to be surprised by that, though. There's a... Yeah, that's not something you want to be surprised by, because there are some people who hate musicals. And if they Mm -hmm. got in there and saw it was a musical, they'd be pissed. But, like... On the flip side, there are people who love musicals and would maybe be more attracted to a movie if they knew it was... Like, I'll go see any musical. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Pretty much. That's any. I feel like that's extreme. When you think about... I respect it, but... Yeah. Several... I agree. Like, there have been huge, successful movie music. Like, Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia 2. Like, those are crazy successful. <laughs> the only two examples. No, listen, both hair, I, I had more to list. I have more to list. Hairspray did cats. great hairspray. when it came out. Do hairspray not mention spray. cats in this conversation. I think maybe it's because cats. Maybe cats is the Cats what really happens. ruined it for a lot well, of people. I, so I was set them back to, a little bit and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um I was listening to Lost Culturistas and they were theorizing that it was West Side Story that made people think because mm. that kind of flopped in theaters. But I also loved West Side Story. So I know, but also it was A, COVID and B, which is what they said on uh, the podcast they were like like it's sad <laughs> like you know if you're gonna go to see West Side yes. Story like that's gonna be sad so like that that is part of the reason probably why less people went to see it like but it was really good yeah. maybe it's like, it was good I, I liked yeah, it yeah I liked it maybe it's like <laughs> but the I age also of like I went in knowing what West Side Story was yeah, yeah. um yeah I don't know I mean, to me, I'm more likely to go, like, Mary, I'm more likely to go if it's a musical, so. Yeah. And like I said, like, I think, like, you really need to emphasize with something like Mean Girls, which is, like, the original is so beloved by, like, Mm -hmm. everybody. Like, I don't think there are a lot of people out there who are, like, Mean Girls sucks. Like, I've never heard that. And also, like, quite recent for a remake. So, like, you you really need to kind of highlight what it is about this movie that makes it like what's the purpose of it right what's and the purpose is 
really the musical stuff. Yeah. Right. And it says, not your mom's mean girls. How? I guess my mom doesn't like musicals. I don't know. My mom does like musicals, though. (laughs) It's just Gen Z. Mean girls. But you are the mom in this situation, Emily. And you do like musicals. So I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know either. I will say there – so – and I guess we'll probably get into this more. But there is like a genre of musical – and you can speak to this, Kelly, because you saw this, um, the stage version of this. I haven't. So I'm just assuming. I know there's probably a lot they had to cut from the stage version. Mm-hmm. And like, I'd be curious to hear a little bit about that also. Um, but I feel like there's a genre of like Broadway musicals that are based on movies where they really, really rely on everybody having, having seen, seen the movie. The movie. Mm-hmm. And like watching this movie, I felt I felt like I was at that kind of musical because, like, if I had not seen, if I wasn't, like, very familiar with the original Mean Girls and I walked into this, there would have been a lot of things that I, like, totally missed. There were lots of, like, little nods Mm -hmm. to jokes from the first movie that, like, they didn't, like... Spell they out didn't, or They signal. didn't like actually make the joke in this movie. Yeah. They just kind of were like, rem- like the there was like the you go Glen Glen Coco thing, like mm-hmm. where they were just kind of like, remember when the first movie they said like you go Glen Glen Coco, like that was funny, like right. it's stuff like that where it's like there are like purposeful nods to the movie that are supposed to like make you be like, oh yeah, that movie that I like, mm-hmm. this is a like musical version of that, right? But it's Which still is- doing something new. It's doing something new, but it's very reliant on the original movie. Yeah. Yes. Um, I I would agree with that about the stage production as well. Um, I think, and it's hard because I saw it so long ago on stage that I can't fully remember, like, if this was still the case. But, but in the movie, I feel, and I feel like another way in which there are two kinds of musicals is that there are musicals where the songs like progress the plot forward. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. there are musicals where the songs are more like about the character's feelings in that moment. Mm -hmm. And then the speaking parts are where are progressing the plot forward. Right. Yeah. Um, And because there are some musicals that are fully music and there are are no speaking. Yeah. Um, and then there are others like this one where the songs are kind of like, I am a character. This is, you know, what's happening or in my brain or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this movie, like the songs are are fun, but they're not great at kind of moving things forward. Yeah. Um, at least like we are getting you know, action during the songs and we're getting, like, montages that kind of show what's going on as they're singing. Choreography. Choreography. Yeah. But um, it's, I feel, it's impossible to say how I would react to this movie if I had never seen the original Mean Girls because Mean Girls is so pervasive in the culture mm-hmm. that it's, like, mm-hmm. I cannot imagine not knowing the story. There, there was definitely a lot of, like, shorthand for some big story moments that we, I feel like we were just meant to understand mm-hmm. because we've seen the movie before. Yeah. And like yeah. the dynamics between these characters, like 
understanding like Gretchen, for example, who really doesn't get a lot to do in this mm-hmm. movie. You know, I was so sad there was no mention of Toaster Strudel. I know. <laughs> Surprising. I don't think my father, the inventor of Toaster Strudel, would be very happy about that. Yeah. I have not seen the stage show, but Google told me that there was a lot of music that was cut. Yes. And specifically, the actor who played Aaron Samuels said he would not do the movie if he had to sing. So they cut every single song he was supposed to sing in or rearranged it so he didn't have to sing. Which is begs the question, why cast why him? him? I don't know. Yeah. I it's do not know like he was a big name or something. And the it's not like he was in the theater sorry, when he cute. appeared. So somebody likes him. What? Really? Yeah, they were all like, oh, there he is. That was underwhelmed. <laughs> what Freaking else out. Shocking Wait, information. Is this like a Gen Z thing that we don't yeah, get? Yeah, like, he's someone been in a TV what else show. He, he has a big what head. To me, he's just boy Joey King is what he looks like. I was like, like yeah, oh my God. he just looks like no, a guy. Joey King is like girl Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like Macaulay Culkin run through the girl machine yeah, and run back and through back. the boy machine. <laughs> and then Pretty much. Bigger head. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. This is kind of getting into the next question, but... How dare you? I don't know why they cast the person who was Katie as Katie. Oh my god! Okay, she wait, was yeah, truly wait, dragging okay. the whole thing. Now. We have Hold to up. talk about this. So now we're going to talk about this. Um, first of all, I just want to say I can't snap my fingers. I don't know how, but snaps to Renee Rapp and Ali Cravalho. The best parts of the film. yeah, no, they were great, amazing. They're both amazing, and to me, it's like. Uh, what kind of casting are we doing? Are we doing La La Lane casting? Because if we are, then the girl who played Katie is fine. But you cannot cast Ali Cravalho and Renee no. Rapp in your movie and have them, like, actually singing, like, Broadway caliber singing, and then stick this girl who played Katie in there. Well, and the thing is, like, with La La Land, like, that was written to be a musical movie that is not, like, musical theater songs, you know? Yeah, but it was bad, bad singing. Um, I'm, I was fine with the singing in La La Land. Oh, I was not okay with it. Also, the dancing was bad. It was just a bad movie. Like, We've I discussed just, Yeah, this. I know. I'm just saying, like, it's just a movie. If you're having a movie musical, you still have to get people... To sing because, yeah. like, we can tell the difference. But, like, you cannot yeah. put Damien Hubbard, who has literally won a Tony Award, yeah, next to what's her angry rice. Yeah, yeah. I'm not totally sure how to say. Ang- it might be Angowry. I feel like I heard an interview with her recently. Um, she's Australian. Yes. I there's a a clip that has gone around online. That takes one part of Revenge Party. The original soundtrack. And like takes the part from the movie and then takes the part from the musical and plays them back to back. And it's astounding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, she just, it's like an intense amount of auto tune being used. And like, it's sad because I like her as an actress 
And I've seen her in stuff. Like, I love her in um, The Nice Guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she's she's a good actress. She, But it's like... You gotta have a different not not right for this. She was not right for yes. this role. Like, especially, no. like, you just have to consider, like, everyone's gotta be singing on the same level. Mm-hmm. Like, especially, yes. like, in the main roles. And, like... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, like, Renee... So, Renee Rapp was on Broadway as Regina. She knows what the fuck she's doing. And she's so good. I'm obsessed with her. Obsessed. We love her. We all want to marry her. Like... I... When we came out of the theater, I was like, she was so hot. Like, she was hotter than I thought she could be. And Todd was like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's unbelievably hot. She's incredible. It's sick. We both were just like, we get it. When I saw the SNL performance of It's Not My Fault with Renee Rapp and Megan Thee Stallion, I tears in my eyes. <laughs> I came. It was yeah. so good. Like, I just, yeah, I'm, I have tingles all over right now just thinking about it. So good. Like, so, we're, amazing. like, obsessed with her is what yes. you're saying. We are. Yes. Yeah. It's not um, her fault. In a, we're like I have a big her. lesbian crush on yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> That's the episode title. We have a big lesbian crush on Renee Rapp for sure. Um, and and then Ali, so our good. baby Moana. Yes, love her yes. forever. She's That's a hard, She's incredible. Janice is a hard singing role. Because yeah. she has can, that bitch can fucking sing. She has so some good. of the like most emotional songs, Ang- like angry, angry singing, singing yeah. emotional. Mary and I she have listened it. to the Moana sa- soundtrack. I can't tell you how many times. It's <laughs> like, but think about it. Like Moana her. was years ago at this point. She was a child during Moana, mm-hmm. and sometimes people like are really good at singing when they're kids, and then don't- she's kept it up. She has gotten better. Oh my god, she has yeah. expanded. Oh like and just like so good. Yeah, the ability to sing in a in a musical theater way where you are like expressing. Yes all of your feelings as you sing and not just it's not just singing well it's not just like having a great voice it's emotions it's expressiveness through the singing which i know we didn't talk about this on the podcast but i mentioned because i i saw the little mermaid and yes i realized that hallie what's her name Bailey. Bailey. I realize that Hallie Bailey is an excellent singer, but I don't think Mm -hmm. she knows how to act while she's singing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That is a very specific, like, It's a different school. Yeah. um, Yeah. And she, Ali was just, like, incredible at it. And also, um, I just want to also say, I love that they made her character queer. Yes. Yes. And I have that later to talk about. Okay, sorry. Um, also, I, yes, I really love that. Also, very I know, hot. It's my favorite part. Yes, yes we love Also, her. very hot. <laughs> yep. Love, love, um, love her. Love her. Cannot love say her. that enough. Yes. So, yeah, Renee and Ali were Highlights. unbelievable. And again, I also really like Damian Hubbard. I yeah, thought yeah, he, he was, was great too. Wait, that's not his name. That's not his name? That's his. No, not. that is that. That is the Spivey. Oh yeah. So okay, I was like, who is? Think in your mind. Yes. When I was like literal yeah. Tony winner, 
Jaquel Spivey. Sub that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's I, okay. I just want to make sure is that, that I have all out. the. Yeah. Yeah. I have the names on here and I have the character names bolded yeah. rather than the actor names. <laughs> I just want to um, make sure that we shout him out because he was great. And also, like, great. highlight my favorite, favorite moment of the whole movie was the French iCarly theme song. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For extra credit. I, I did not even <laughs> realize it. it was the iCarly theme song until... I lost it. I love iCarly so, so much. It was so funny. <laughs> it was so good. Um, also, shout out to Avantika Vandanapu. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you say her name. As Karen. Yeah, she um, was great. She was great. She was very funny. I love that um, and like, song. Like, I thought she did a great job with that. It was so funny. Ooh. Yeah. Guys, I and disagree. Like, really? Mm-hmm. Really? Ooh, fun. <gasps> Just say more. Say more. I I mean, I know Karen's dumb. Uh, yeah. And she's supposed to be dumb, but I felt like she was, like, too dumb. Too dumb. And, like, not in a fun oh, way. Oh, I liked how – I liked that she was too dumb. I don't dumb. think that yeah. she was that great at playing the right kind wow, of dumb. Okay. I, I could That's not cool. disagree more with That's you okay. That. You don't have to. <laughs> I kind of am of two minds. I think the actress was doing what she could do. Right, like I think she she was good. I think the writing for her character, like I do think they made her a little too dumb. But I, I mean, get it. Wh- when was the last time you watched the? Original? I mean, she's pretty dumb. I, Karen is. Dumb. I do think that Gretchen and Karen's parts are cut down. Yeah. Yes. In this a lot, so that does affect. They both a get bit. one song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I felt like Karen made more of an impact it, with the part that she had, whereas Gretchen just kind of disappears into the background here. Yeah, Gretchen's song was not that great either. No. It was emotional. I mean, it's not her. F- it wasn't because the singing yeah. was bad. It's no. just not a very good song. No. It wasn't like a fun um, song. No. Yeah. Um, And I think like also... Something that I liked about Karen in this movie, which was not even the actress was not involved in this part, but the fact that like after everything happened, that Katie gets a text from Karen that says like "Don't worry, I'm still your friend," uh, which is just kind of like like Karen is sweet, like she's very well meaning, you know, mm-hmm. even though she's an idiot. What did the text um, really say though, Kelly? It said, don't worry, I'm still your friend. See? That's what I'm saying. Well, a little too much. <laughs> I, it has I will two take, mistakes in that one sentence. I'll take the donut. Four basic, like four to five basic But not words. the friend. Yeah. Um, friend. Listen. I don't know. I liked her, so. I, I thought she was great. It's okay. Um. I'm just now. I'm angry at me. So oh, no, <laughs> you're angry. You can't say with us. Long you are. Oh, sorry. Huh. I'm also yeah, like with us. I'm. I mean, I've never been like diagnosed as tone deaf, but I am pretty tone deaf, and I have a hard. Well, we've talked about this before. I think I have a hard time telling when someone's like not that great of a singer. Oh yeah. Um, oh really? Yeah. So like, that's why you like Taylor Swift. Wow. <laughs> the audacity. I can't Sorry, believe. I had to do it. Um, Kelly, you're being a mean girl. Yeah. I know. Um, sorry. It was right there. 
Taylor Swift's going to Super Bowl. It's okay. I know. I don't even remember what I was going to say because that just just burned me so hard that now I can't. (laughs) Kelly, I can tell Kelly is actually really mad because she just did that. Because I just said something really mean. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think we talked Um, about this during Beauty and the Beast, though, because, like, everyone was talking about how bad what's-her-face was. And I was like, I don't know. It's sounded fine to me. (laughs) Everything about her was bad. (laughs) Everything. Like, I feel like I defended her. Like, I can tell that – Regina and Janice. I can tell that they sang better, mm-hmm. but I can't yeah. be like. I wouldn't be like. Obviously, this girl's never been on Broadway. Like I would have I no mean, idea. Nobody. To me, nobody was like, "Oh my gosh, can't carry a tune." Yeah, well, that's I they mean, auto tune them. Yeah, especially <laughs> the Katie's. Like her, I can't tell. It was very. <laughs> It was very clearly auto-tuned, I think. I mean, just, like, from a it, from a technical standpoint, it sounded bad. She, there were changes made to make her parts less Easier difficult. to sing. Interesting. Yeah. I do think that she, like, is kind of just not as fun to watch in general, yeah. like, singing or not singing. Like she's yeah. no Lindsay. When Lohan, Renee Rapp is on that. the screen, you're only looking at her. Period, all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like Lindsay Lohan had that too. Yeah, the it factor. Yeah. yeah, like you could believe they were remaking Lindsay Lohan into a popular girl, right? And like, yeah, yeah. I was, I was there. I was kind of like, I don't believe this, Katie. <laughs> That's fully. Yeah, I believed the innocent version of her, yeah. but it was hard. Like, sh- they- and I think part of this is just like the script and the fact that we didn't get enough of a transitional period yeah. between her being mm-hmm. like her lead up to actually becoming plastic, quote unquote. It was a much um, shorter lead time, I she feel like. She sounds bored. <laughs> like, I think that's. The main thing is she just sounds really bored the whole time. Yeah. She's probably focusing on doing her best American accent. But, like, in that case, just <laughs> cast an American, American accent. accent. I can't she's do it She's done an American accent. accent in a lot of stuff, so. That's true. I'm I'm just baffled by some of these casting decisions. Because, like, her and Christopher Briney, who played Aaron Samuels, it's like, why would you cast these people? Yeah, they're if not... They, it's not like they're big star powers. No. I find him incredibly but, dull as well. Yes. Oh, my God. And, like, not so really dull. that hot Mm-mm. either? Not hot at all. And I kept... Because these teens were gasping in my theater, oh, and I was like... he's in the summer I turned pretty. I get uh, it. I, that's kind of a big show that people care about. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. I don't know. So, like, I just felt very old, and I was like... And I also don't think he is that attractive. <laughs> so, like... Mm-hmm. I could not get past the fact that his head looked like... It he had someone like else's head. Big hair too, which made his <laughs> on head a look body bigger. that's too small for it. I don't get it. Yes, and the hair so big. Like, what is going on? His head looks so, when he turns yeah, around. Like the POV from her desk is like, oh god. What? The part, and he's just like n- not believable as like a guy no. that like the most popular girl in school would be thirsting after. Like he's believable as like a 
someone that Katie would have a crush on, right? But, like... But not that Regina would have a crush on. Yeah. Right. Though I think, also, (laughs) Renee Rapp one time posted... Um, Regina George is a lesbian, and I do believe that that was her mindset um, while playing the character. Did you see that she posted, like, a burn book? Or one of, I can't remember whose Instagram it was on, but of course I, like, stalked all of their Instagrams after this. And one of them was, like, posted a burn book that Renee Rapp wrote about all of them, like, the four of them. And and Gory Rice was not really Australian. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I'll have to look that up. If Renee um, Rapp wrote about me in a burn book, I would just say yes, thank you. It might have been on Avantika's yeah. um, Instagram. Yeah. Well, I stan Avantika, and yeah. I don't like. I'm sorry that I was. I mean, she's, to you, she's fine. I I think it's more sort of what Mary said than it the is writing her. Yeah. I. While we're talking about casting, I do want to say, too, that I appreciated, not that, not that any, I don't know, um, we didn't have a ton of, like, super skinny actors in yeah. all of the roles. Like, there was some yeah. body diversity happening here, mm-hmm. which yeah. I appreciated, and I think that's partially a generational thing, yeah. um, well, because... Like- Early 2000s, everyone had to be real skinny. That was just kind of like what was going on. Well, it was was interesting, though, because they kept in all of the stuff about losing weight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was... But even still, so, like, I would not consider Renee Rapp super skinny. Like, she is kind of... Oh, yeah, no, she's... Rubenesque, like, like curvy, you know? Like, I wouldn't say she is fat, but I would not no, say no. she is super skinny. And yeah. even in the part where Regina is supposed to be gaining weight, she's really just wearing unflattering clothes. Like, she's not really... Yeah. She doesn't have a bunch of padding. And yet... Yeah. Still looks flattering on her. And yeah, I was like, she still looks great. <laughs> she's so hot. I was like, why is she it's getting like- hotter? I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh a really hot girl wearing a sweat pants yeah. it's been a long time <laughs> since right, i girl. saw the original but i feel like rachel mcadams had some padding she did oh in her sweat suit like i think there was more so of emphasis <laughs> it yeah, looked like she was butt. wearing a pillow on her ass and i mean i feel like here in the newer one it was more like Oh, it made her face break out and her clothes aren't fitting like they used to, but it's not like yeah. she gained 20 pounds or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's also like her her mom, uh, it's like because you get the sense that her mom has these yes. issues and therefore she has these issues because... How do you? How are you raised by someone who's constantly worried about their yeah. own weight without having that affect your mindset? Mm-hmm. Tell me um, about it. Yeah. yeah. I did, speaking of the mom, though, I did really enjoy Busy Phillips. As, love Busy Phillips. Yes, I love Busy. Also, Phillips. Renee Rapp does look a lot like Busy Phillips. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> and real. and Angori Rice looks like Jenna Fisher, mm-hmm. so yeah, they were they did a good job with that uh, face casting, as opposed to but, um, Rachel McAdams and Amy Poehler, who were six years <laughs> apart when they were oh my <laughs> cast in the first one. 
insane. Well, because Rachel McAdams was like almost 30 playing a high yeah, school. She was 26 and Amy Poehler yeah. was 32. So, yeah. So, you know, funny. classic mom but, age um, of a high schooler. Yeah. But I'm sure she was, I'm sure yeah. supposed to be a young mom, but yeah, six years. <laughs> yeah. At least this well, looked like a believable mom daughter yeah. pair. Right. On that, I I do appreciate that, like, pretty much everybody had their own, like, new take mm-hmm. on the characters because, like, you worry when something like this happens that they're that people are going to be doing an impression yeah. of, you know, the original movie, which is so iconic. I do feel um, like Tina Fey just, like, did the same. Did the exact same thing. Oh, she yeah. Did she was just but still now she's the married same. too. What's his face? And that's her. Which was yeah. cute. Which I did think yeah. that was. Cute. I'm just yeah, saying yeah. that's I the like only that. real difference for either of them. But like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. line for line, it was like we're just gonna give this the exact same reading we did in the first one. We're not trying yeah. to like switch right. it up at all. Right. Yeah. Um, it's it it is funny and like rewatching the first one today, I was reminded of how much like. Her Mrs. Norbury, Miss Norbury going through a divorce, like mm-hmm. was, you know, part of her horrible year that she was having. And like she's just so loser, blah, blah, blah. So it was like funny in this one that she's the exact same person, but then she's like, but I am in a loving relationship. <laughs> <laughs> um she did seem less, I guess, um self-conscious or less like Less Liz Lemony. Uh, less yeah. Liz Lemony. Yeah. Because there's also the scene in the original when they run into her at the mall. Yeah. And they're like, oh, she's so pathetic. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So let's discuss some of the changes that the adaptation made, which is how I, where I want to get into yes. how the, it is. the queerness, <laughs> which is the best I, change. First of all, Renee Rapp. Gay. Yeah. Gay. Well, yes. I bisexual queen. I just mm-hmm. think it really changes. That's I mean, that's one of the things that have aged the most poorly is like she started a yes. rumor that I was a lesbian and how dare she think that I would be a lesbian, you know, like Right. Cause then mm-hmm. you kind of start thinking, well, what would be so bad if she was? And are we saying that like girls who are attracted to other girls can't be friends with them like what yeah. right and also like it's the worst rumor comes right it's the worst thing that anyone you're a could lesbian say. and so i think making janice queer just sort of negates all that like the problem yeah. wasn't that rumor. people yeah. knew she was gay the problem was like the mean way well that first of all she was like outing her to everybody yes. else mm-hmm. In this weird way that was also a mean mm-hmm. way, which was, like, implying, like, you're obsessed with me because you're a lesbian. Yeah. Yes. And it was, like, it's not that you're – it's not saying you're a lesbian that's the problem. It's the part where you're implying that, like, because I'm a lesbian, I'm obsessed with right. you. Yeah. A pyro lesbian. Uh, yes. <laughs> Um. The, also, the entire element with like the little pony dolls yes. was so insane. I was like, "What? Who came up with this?" But also, doesn't that feel right? Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. It's like, it reminds me of like silly bands yeah. or like whatever weird trends yeah. are going on at the time of like middle schoolers. Um, but yeah, I, it definitely like really warmed my heart when we get to like the spring fling mm-hmm. and Janice shows up and you think, oh, it's probably going to be Damien behind the door. And then it's like, no, it's her date. Yeah. Like who's also let a these girl. Queer people have dates with other people. Yeah. But it's, just yeah. it's like, also not like I didn't feel like the movie was like patting it itself on the back for doing that. No, it right. was just like, yeah, this is who yeah, she's taking she to prom. Yeah, she would have a date. Yeah. 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 Like why would she not have a date to prom? Yeah. Right. And just like her, everything about her, I loved. Love. Like, and I love original Janice too. But this, I um, just feel like this really elevated Janice in every single way. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, and she had some of the best songs. She did, too. and I feel like, I mean, partially. I mean, I didn't see the musical, so it's hard for me to say like what songs they cut. But I feel like they really like let Janice. They kept her big songs. They kept everything. And I think, like, part of it is probably because they knew that this actress could, like, carry that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, in a, like, and again, I don't know how if it's this way in the musical, but, like, she becomes the narrator here rather than Katie. Mm -hmm. Because she's the one in the beginning who, like, introduces the story. I mean, Damien does, too. Yeah. Yeah. I also liked that they changed the kind of art she did. Yes, yeah. it looks. So I was like, better. "Oh, this is actually cool." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked that. I liked, I liked that we yeah. didn't have fat padding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked that we didn't have them crossing out "hot bod" after she gained <laughs> weight. Oh, uh, yeah, because nobody on- can look at Renee Rat and be like, "Oh, she's not hot now." No, like, yeah. they were like, "We're yeah. not gonna pretend." As Susan said, "Is she getting hotter?" <laughs> yeah. Which, and you know, it's really fucked up because apparently, I don't know if you guys saw this interview going around with oh, yeah. Renee Rapp, mm-hmm. where when she was on the Broadway musical, there was a specific costume that Regina wears that is like a corset mm-hmm. with like tights. And like her Halloween at some costume. point, yeah, yeah after, after a couple of weeks, I don't know how long it was that she performed with that costume, but they had her change. Mm-hmm. They um, added a skirt to it. They added a skirt to that it to hide. That is stupidly common. Yeah. Yeah. To hide her, like, body. That happened and um, with, what was Beanie Feldstein in recently? Oh. Uh, funny Girl. Um, funny Girl. She was in Funny yeah. Girl and there was, like, a costume that they wear, that character wears at the end. And her version of it had, like, sleeves halfway down her arm and then when they recast the role with a thinner actress she had a sleeveless dress yeah so like that's common and i think sure it was a total correct me if i'm wrong but i think like they were trying to argue that they did it to make renee rap feel more comfortable and she was like yeah i never said that i was uncomfortable (laughs) yeah does renee rap seem uncomfortable wearing a corset and tights right no. She seems and like she, she was, was made like to wear struggling <laughs> at the time, and you know she was struggling with an eating disorder mm-hmm. at the time, and that like really okay. I'm obviously sure that was triggering. Yeah, her. I'm sure that was helpful. Yeah, so just extremely fucked up, and mm-hmm. like it, when you see, le- it's just like so disappointing to know that information. It's so I'm glad that this, like, I feel like as I mean. Obviously, like, it's still affecting, like, 
at any age, but I mm-hmm. can't imagine like as a young person looking at Renee Rapp and thinking like, God, she's beautiful. Like she's so hot. And then like hearing people act this way about her and just feeling hopeless. Like if someone that attractive is being treated this way, like what hope do like normal people yeah. have? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just it's sick. Yeah. But um I'm glad that she is getting like her flowers because she deserves it and she's also so funny and charming mm. and yeah. I love her. Um if she wants to come yeah, on the like, show like, Renee anytime. She's listening. Come on the show. Renee. On the show. She, yeah, she listens. <laughs> she's a patron. She is. Yeah. You didn't know. But yeah, I think the added not only the added body diversity but the added diversity in general like obviously Janice Mm -hmm. they they changed her last name to give her like a more authentic Hawaiian name Mm -hmm. um Damien is black now Mm -hmm. which is great you know we have an Indian Karen we have a Latina Gretchen like it's nice and I feel like they they integrated all of this in a way that didn't feel like Look what a Token. good job we're yeah. doing, like you like said about. the way and just like that does it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, and a lot of people have been pointing out, too, like, before, even before the movie came out, like, um, casting of Antica as Karen is, like, pretty great because... Um, a lot of in media, a lot of the time, Indian girls are smart and nerdy mm-hmm. stereotypes, which um, is, you know, sorry, partially uh, due to Mindy Kaling, which um, I see lots of people talking about on Twitter uh, that are like Indian women who are disappointed mm-hmm. with this trope that continues to persist. Um so it's it's you know fun to see that sort of uh, reversal of a common trope. Yeah, too. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and I have to say my favorite uh, Karen line reading was when they were talking when she's like, "I have a crush on Aaron," and she was like. No, no, danger. <laughs> um Yeah, I think she did she did well with but I can concede that they could have given her more to do. Yeah. Um Okay, so anything else that we want to talk about as far as stuff that they removed or added? Mm-hmm. I was pleased overall. It was a yeah. fun it, it was a fun time at the theater too. Like I yes. had a good time. Yeah, I enjoyed myself watching it. Yeah, I also went to see it alone. Both Susan and I went to the film alone. But there were, I definitely chuckled a few times in my seat. <laughs> I didn't go not a bad I'm not a loser, but Yeah, I'm just kidding. I, I went with Todd and you can't ask for a better musical companion. Yeah. Ben, ben was not going to go with me. Ben doesn't like musicals, does he? No. Neither does no. Justin. Well, he'll, I mean, he'll he'll sit through one, but, like, this wouldn't have been his thing anyway. Like, he'll sit but through But also, it, but I'm not, not going to get a babysitter and pay that much yeah. money yeah. to a movie with him. <laughs> so, that he doesn't want to see. That he doesn't even want to see. Yeah. Ange wanted to go, but uh, it was 
I had to go on like Tuesday yeah. because there was no other day to, for me to go before this. And she was like, I don't really want to do that tonight. And I was like, okay, well, fine. you can go again with Ange. Yes. Yeah. I, I would definitely like to see this again. Yeah. This is a, a, yeah. This is a rewatcher I'll, for me for sure. I'll probably watch it with her when it is out yeah. streaming. Yeah. Um, okay. So do we want to rate this? I know we don't always rate movies. Yeah. Let's rate it. Okay. I don't know. Why not? I give it sure. a four and a half out of five. Yeah, I, that's wow. what I rated it on Letterboxd as well. I gave it four and a half stars. And the half point I think, is for Katie. Yeah, for me, the, the half, half point, point you took off. For me, the half point is more just like this movie doesn't actually work as a movie on its own. Like it's really like just for the yeah. Mean Girl fans, which, but isn't that everybody? So. Yeah. I feel like I don't know yeah. but yeah that was my main thing is like I really enjoyed this it was fun but it really relies on the first movie but yeah but Renee Rapp yeah I think I'm gonna <laughs> give it four uh and like it's for Katie and also the fact that I just don't think the songs are that good. There's like a couple of songs that I like, but a lot of them I'm like some of the some of the lyrics. For example, "Revenge Party." Oh yeah, the chorus. Mm-hmm. It's a revenge party. A party with revenge is what it's like. I'm gonna need you to try a little <laughs> bit harder. <laughs> That's rough. That's fair. That's, That's fair. I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like for the criticism you just gave it for is pretty high. But I mean, I, you kind of have to go off vibes a little bit. Like, I was just vibing. So, like, that's why I'm rating it high. Like, yeah, it had problems, but the vibes were immaculate. So, I mean, what can that's you a good do? point. I I'm, will say also, as we all know, I have trouble understanding things sometimes. <laughs> So I think <laughs> subtitles really would have helped me see some of these lyrics. How bad the lyrics were. <laughs> For How what they the are. Lyrics were. Yeah. Oh, I, it's even worse than I said. It's a revenge party with your two best friends. It's like a party with revenge It is what it's like. Mm. Nice. Hate that. It's like they just want, they wanted to get the syllables in there to make it sound good. And they were like, just put another like in the, just put another one. They did make that rhyme with head on a spike, though, at one point. Oh, sorry. I'm like looking at the lyrics Um, on Spotify. I'm also going to give it a four because I had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I had four out of five worth good time. Great. Um, I'm glad we all enjoyed it. All right. Do we have any feedback? I didn't see any in our email, but now would be a good time for me to check our podcast app and see if we have any new ratings. And if we don't, then I will get mad. (laughs) Wow. No new reviews. Our last review was in February of 2023. (gasps) It's almost been a year. It's almost been a year. And that doesn't look good. Okay. My feelings for people are hurt. Let's maybe not even talk about. I've got hurt feelings. <laughs> people who are coming to to who search the show and find it, and then they see that the last review was a year ago. How? What do you think? How do you think that's that makes us, us look? 
How do you think that makes us look? You are ruining our reputation. <laughs> you are literally being so annoying right now. Grotsky Biatch. Um <laughs> I think Kelly is the Regina George of this group. Oof. Probably. I still feel bad. I the problem is that I then feel guilty. So I was, yeah. I'm still thinking about how mean I was to Susan earlier. Um and feeling bad about it. Yeah, because you so made fun just, of Taylor Swift. Rude. I don't feel bad for making fun of Taylor Swift. I feel bad for the hurt it um, making fun of Susan about Taylor Swift. Uh, I will make fun of Taylor Swift every day forever, and not feel announced. And she won't. Her. She's fine. It. It's okay. She'll be okay. She will. Oh, she'll cry her way okay. to the bank with all of her money. Yeah, she <laughs> will fly around on her private jet. I, however. Don't have a private jet. Susan doesn't have a private and jet. I thought I had so, a friend. And she doesn't. But, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking mean girls right here. Live. I know. I'm sorry, Did Susan. Did they also get rid of Army of Skanks, speaking of friends? I th- yeah. Did they? I think they did. And they, yeah, they don't call her a slut yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. A fugly slut. What is something cow? Fugly, fugly yeah. cow. Mm-hmm. Is what they call her in the new one. Um, okay, so yeah, fuck you guys for not leaving reviews. Uh, moving on. Uh, what's Kelly's on the reign blog? of terror continues. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're finally done with the Christmas movies. We ended with a real banger, a one star. So go enjoy that. <laughs> That's what you I want when that. you read these. I think. Wait, did you guys? Read about. The I haven't movie read the latest I, one. Okay, I just no. want you to picture. It's an action movie. It sounded rough with no words. I just want you to know that now, on my letterboxed. Hold on, I have to show you this. Penelope's pulling a Remy right now and and like Meowing? wailing in the Aww. other room, going. I just want you to know that now on my letterbox, because I watched this fucking movie <laughs> under languages, <laughs> under languages that I've watched, we've got. Mime. You, can't, you can't see. Sorry. It's like because of the thing you can't see. So anyway, you're just going to have to believe me. Under languages, I have English, Norwegian, and no spoken language is one of the <laughs> languages on here now. Because Silent of films. this fucking movie. Like, there's Why would you no watch lines. that? And I'm just like, okay, I don't mind that an action horrible. film necessarily, but it needs it's a gotta little... be one that's got like a story, mm-hmm. some conversation, some character development. This movie was just action scenes with no talking. <laughs> there was a text My, message. There was a text message. Okay, I'm sorry, this movie's called Silent Night. There was a text message. The only exchange between this husband and wife was text message. Have you seen my phone? I have to go to work. <laughs> no. That was it. <laughs> Their child is dead, but that is the only thing they say to each other. And it's through text. It so, seems really bad. Silent night, everyone. If you want to hear more of my thoughts about it, go read that blog. Um, what a wow. wait. That sounds bad. I, a great way that to sounds end. rough. I will add, it is not in the itinerary, but I wrote about The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yeah. Um, which I love. And is having a moment right now. Because at the, at the end of the season, 
one of the new cast members was revealed to be Reality Von Tees, a internet troll account that has been harassing the whole cast for years. Oh, wow. Cool. That's what yeah. the big thing was at the end? Yeah, and then we've got, you know, like, Heather Gay Has yelling, been, like, receipts, timelines, proof! <laughs> I feel like I need and to worry. apparently that's what didn't Monica say that same stuff to her earlier about how something wasn't her or yes. whatever like oh, uh, speaking of reality wow. TV guess what's back Kelly I have roped Kelly into doing bachelor recaps with me for this round so um our first recap should be up by now I'm gonna yeah. I'm going to put it up tonight, so. Sick. Um, yeah, so check that out. Always a fun time. Also, um, I spent the weekend watching Sundance movies, so I will do my little Sundance recap. So that should be up soon. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. Do my little Sundance is what I heard. Like, <laughs> Yeah, do my little Sundance. Do my little Sundance. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I watched, uh, watched five Sundance movies, and a lot of them were really good this year. So that was exciting. Good to watch some good movies after mm-hmm. Silent Night. Silent Night. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, vlog is going. So these yeah, movies had happening. sound and words and stuff, dialogue. Yeah, they all had sound and words and people talking about things. Mm-hmm. One of them even had Kristen Stewart, which we love Love to Kristen see. Stewart. Um, Hell yeah. So yeah. Wait, was that the lesbian one? No, that one wasn't available for online. This one was the one with Steven Yoon. It was like a sci-fi movie. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Very strange. Nice. Sounds fun. I'm so excited for that other one. Yeah, that that one was not available to me, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. Um, on our next episode, Emily. Oh, our next episode is going to be Rouge by Mona Awad uh, with guest Mary Kay McBrayer, our friend and author and uh, new podcast haver. Mm-hmm. She now has a true crime podcast, which I'm sure she'll tell us all about. Um, so that is Ooh. very exciting. Um, that will be on February 20th. I have not started this book yet, but I've yeah. read two Mona Awad books already. And so I can go ahead and just say with certainty that this one will be a wild ride. Looking forward to it. I started it today. <gasps> How is it? Um, I'm not very far at all. Like, I've probably listened to like 30 minutes of it. Yeah. Um, Excellent. I mean, I'm interested. But I hate Nothing it. like Buck Wild has happened yet. Um, yeah. But have you read Bunny? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm a little. I've been concerned about this book because one of my friends told me that her book club hated Bunny so much that they never met again. Oh. <laughs> she blames it for like breaking up her book club. <laughs> Dang. Oh. Okay, but what books? What books did her book club like? I'm not we sure. Like she was like, I don't think it was that bad, and it should have been a cool discussion. But she was like, we literally never got together again. I feel <laughs> like so a lot of people that I've talked to love Bunny. Yeah. So I don't know that I would necessarily 
yeah. assume that you're going to agree with that book club's assessment. Well, I don't think I she don't know what kind of books they assessment. normally. She said it should have been yeah. a great discussion, but she said yeah. no one was having it, and she blames it for the dissolution of said book club. Wow. Maybe it was for the best, sounds like. Maybe that book club just wasn't strong enough. Maybe, yeah. Because we've been through some real shit. Yeah, well, yeah. we're a squad, with our, with our books. More than a club. Yeah. We're more than a club. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Book club goals. Yeah. That's not our name. Yeah, that's not what we're doing. Um, for our next other sode, we haven't picked someone to lead it yet. I'd be I happy mean, to if, if, if we Mary, Mary, do you want to tell Mary us Bonders. about... Yeah, do you want to tell our us next about other sode, our next... We will be <laughs> viewing a film from the hopes, <laughs> the dreams, the life of Jennifer Lopez. The nightmare. This is Hell me. Yeah. The heart, now. the soul. <laughs> there is an ellipsis. This is me ellipsis. We're not sure what it is now. really. Um, I've watched the trailer several times. Me too. And it could be a dramatization of Jennifer Lopez's life and how she came from the block. It could be some weird rom com situation where she's a sex addict and loves to get married, which. I don't know how those two things go together, but that's fine. And it could be a sci-fi movie, and it could be a musical. I hope it's, it's unclear. A to the cell. That's kind of what I'm aiming for. I just want it to be the cell, like yeah, later or whatever. However long ago, I've never seen this. Okay, the I cell think, is so I good. Think maybe you should watch the cell to prepare for this. Movie. Yes, I hope it's a sequel to Monster in Law. Just kidding. I hate that movie. Okay, but the cell is legitimately very happen, good. Actually. Okay, I'll check. And it. The cell is good. You creepy. Um, I highly recommend that everyone watch mm-hmm. the trailer for this movie at the very least. It will be streaming on Amazon Prime um, on February sixteenth for your post Valentine's Day pleasure. Todd and I have a bet. Uh, is it going to come to theaters here? And if it does come to theaters here, he has to take me and buy me popcorn and icy. I don't think it's going to theaters. I'm so sorry, but I don't think it is. However, I see. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You could have that at home. We have popcorn and ices at home. It's not the same. It's not the same. I want the movie theater popcorn. I was really excited to get an icy the other night. Yes. Oh my God. I'm going to go see Zone of Interest on Wednesday. I'm totally going to get popcorn and icy. They never have my flavor of icy. It has to be a Coke Icy for me. It has to. I love a Coke Icy, Look. but I also love a banana Icy. And that's oh, controversial. Love that banana. is controversial. But it's very good. I've never had a that's, banana Icy. Talk to Ben about it. He mm-hmm. loves a banana Icy. I didn't even know there was. Um, the first time. Okay. I'm, I'm so sorry to yeah, cut off the Icy discussion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were getting heated. Uh, but the okay. The first time I saw this trailer, I just looked up the text message that I sent to my friend who texted me the trailer, and I said, "My whole day and perhaps the trajectory of my entire life has been changed <laughs> um, by this trailer." So I am. It was pretty funny too. <laughs> I might have said something similar because I just copied like, and pasted and sent it to everyone. Well, I know you yeah. tweeted like, "I can't tell you what this movie is about, but I will be seated." To yes. see it. And I also tweeted, if you aren't thinking about this trailer, I don't think we have anything to say to each other. So. <laughs> I 
I just I'm I don't I don't so know what it's gonna ready. be, but I'm really excited yeah, I'm, to I'm, get to talk this about it. This could go really well, or we could just like be like, well, uh, there's nothing to say. Yeah, as of now, we are talking about this. I found it. Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine that there will be nothing. You to sent say. us your tweet, and then you said, "Oops, meant to send the trailer." And then you sent us the trailer, and you said, "Please watch this." Period. Please. Period. <laughs> I have been losing my mind for the last two hours. I said, I'm so confused. And you said, welcome to my morning slash day slash life. Yes. And you said it. I don't know. I think it kind of looks like the cell. <laughs> I'm going to make this into a reel also. Perfect. Um. Yeah, I'm really fucking excited. It looks, it looks so wild. And also, like, Jennifer Lopez can really swing either way. <laughs> like, she's done yes. some some real She duds. was in Hustlers. That was but then, great. Yeah, but she's then, done stuff like Hustlers. Great. The Cell. The Cell is <laughs> great. I've never seen it. It is cell. great. All right, everybody, homework. You got to watch See the, the cell, cell before we talk about this movie. Okay, and if we don't have enough to talk about about the movie, we can then talk about the cell. Let me just pitch the cell real quick. Jennifer Lopez (laughs) is an FBI agent who has to go into the mind of a serial killer to figure out where, was it a little boy? Like, where somebody is? Yeah. Into the mind? Yes, there's technology that allows you to go into the mind (laughs) of someone else. Like yeah. into their so unconscious. This was Inception, state. like way before that movie came out, and it's way better. But as you might imagine, <laughs> inside the mind I'm of serious. a serial killer is joking? a weird place. Yeah, it's uh, sick. There's, I will be um, watching. The person who directed it also directed The Fall. I'm not kidding. Oh, this okay. is my cousin Jordan's favorite movie. Actually, it's. I mean, I'm unironically really? like. I have it's never very good. heard of this in yeah. my life. <laughs> I can't like. It is. You know that like weird shocking feeling when you like find out that something exists mm-hmm. and you're like, "What? How did I miss this happening?" Yeah, it's an this old whole movie, thing. but like visually I mean, stunning. Weird as hell. Some there's a man it in this movie in that plays a character yeah. named Gordon Ramsay, but he's not the chef. Yeah, I yeah. assume. Oh, Vince um, Vaughn and Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh yeah, Vince Vaughn's wow. there. It's weird that yeah. he's there. The cell, his mind is her prison. Yeah. Yep. Roger Ebert called it suspenseful, brilliant, and visionary. That's all true. I mean, if you're not going to believe us, believe Roger Ebert. You know, I will. Thank you. <laughs> um. <laughs> how i live my life yeah uh anyway you can follow us uh, well that's not how i usually start this if you have anything to say to us at all you can <laughs> you can email us <laughs> you can email us at the squad at booksquadgoals.com our website is booksquadgoals.com and you can read blog posts there as well if you add slash blog to the end of it please follow us on any podcast app of your choice leave us a rating and review i already talked about this earlier but i'm gonna fucking kill you if you don't um <laughs> i'm trying i'm getting back to my roots um, because I haven't been aggressive for a while. She's just channeling. And mean Girls is bringing it out of you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and also it's been a year since we got a review, so maybe I do need to be aggressive. My feelings are hurt um, a little bit. I have hurt feelings. Good. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
So please follow us at Bookswuggles on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Blue Sky, even though I haven't updated it. Um, and oh, what's the last part of this that I do? Oh, yeah. We have a Patreon. Uh, you can subscribe for $3 a month. I am a bit behind, I will admit, on the pet pictures, but that's a task for tomorrow that I will accomplish. Um, so if you were to subscribe while you're hearing this, um, you would have just missed a batch of pet pictures. However, there will be another one coming soon because I'm late on the last batch of pet pictures. So, you know, look forward to that. Um, and I want to thank our patrons, our beautiful, lovely patrons, Todd, Kathleen, Justin, Alex, Bonnie, Janet, Kelly, and most importantly, Susan. Oh, that was a fun Because surprise. I love her. Look at you I kissing ass guilty. right now. Mm-hmm. Still. And I know. Renee, I you still can't tell Renee if she's Kelly breaking off a piece also. of her crown and tossing it to me. You're yeah, this is me too. saying, I know a lot of, half of the people in this room hate me right now. <laughs> I um, just have to say, Re- Regina on painkillers. I know, I loved that. Oh my god, That was good. You know what they would have called me if I were a man? Reginald. <laughs> Reginald. That was actually such a great... Um, entire additional yes. scene that I that I loved. So I think that's the end of the episode. Woo! Yeah.